All right, welcome to the first inaugural podcast. We are the Pecan Dandies. My name is Sam McCrory. I'm Jacob Garrett. Uh And today, um, we'll just give you some broad... So the Pecan Dandies, we're just going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. We'll talk about sports, we'll talk about movies, TV, music, food, politics, local news, an arrangement of things week to week. Let's hope we don't have to get political, because that means we're in trouble. That's Yeah, we, we made a pact that... We'll only talk about big political news, because, I mean, they pick on stuff every single day, so. Uh, first off, we're going to start the show. The Oscars are this weekend, so we have a couple Oscar predictions. We only, we picked out the, like, the top, kind of like 15 things. We don't really want to go over best production design and all that. You don't want to hear about costumes. You don't want to hear about sound mixing, you know. No one really cares about that. Um, so our first one we got... Best picture, and how we're gonna do this is this is this, we're gonna do how what we think will win, not what movie we think should win, but what movie the Academy thinks they will pick. And so we're me and Jacob, we're gonna we're gonna tally them up. We're gonna watch the show. Am I gonna watch the show here on Sunday? Absolutely, absolutely. Oscar party at my place on Sunday. Anybody? Is it Sunday or is it Saturday? Sunday. Isn't That's it? what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody who's listening, Oscar party <laughs> at my place on Sunday. It'll be a blast. I'm excited. You know, Jimmy Kimmel. I'm not a huge fan, but I think it'll be okay. At least it's not Jimmy Fallon. At least it's not Jimmy Fallon. That is true. I, I do not like Jimmy Fallon. Um, all right. So, best picture. Um, we got eight nominees. We got La La Land, Moonlight. Let's see if I can name these off without looking at something. You can't. Hell Over High Water. Uh, we got Arrival. We have, oh, geez. Manchester by Manchester the by Sea. Manchester by the Sea. Bro. That's all I got. After that, uh, I'm I lost. After that, Hacksaw Ridge. Was Lion one of them? Lion, yep. I think that might be it. Hidden Figures. Hidden That's Figures. That's them all, I'm pretty sure. What about Fences? I don't think Fences were nominated. I don't know. Well, neither of us picked them, obviously. So. <laughs> all right, my my, uh, my pick for Best Picture, I'm going to go La La Land. That's my thing the Academy's going to pick. Fences was nominated. We got we got best picture. My pick was also La La Land. La La Land. I saw it in theaters twice. Was blown away both times. I mean, the thing about La La Land is like it was so good coming off the start, but like there's been this like background hate. I don't understand it. It's it's got like the Forrest Gump kind of effect, you know. Where it's like you love it or you hate it. Yeah, it's it's, it's super white. It's and but a lot of people don't like that. I don't I don't know. It's, it's weird. I don't understand it because it's like it's one of those movies where it's just like it's pure entertainment and like how do yeah. people. People get too into like the whole. They get the. They get too objective about it. And it's, it's it's 2017. Politics have their place and everything. Yeah right. And they're trying to politicize a movie that doesn't want any part of that. Exactly. Pretty much. That's what everyone. That's what all the people were saying. They're like, it's just a movie you can go see to get away from the political. Madness. So let's see if it holds up because we're both taking long. I mean, I could see. I could see Moonlight taking it. I could see him after Oscars so white last year. I could see it. Don't forget about Manchester by the Sea. Manchester by the Sea, you my favorite, my favorite movie. movie of the year. All right, we'll move on to Best Director. Um, Mel Gibson surprisingly nominated the Anti Semite. <sighs> Not a huge fan, but uh, I got Damien Chazelle. I like Damien Chazelle. He's yeah. a good. He's a good talent. <laughs> Whiplash. We're agreeing on two today. Are we nope, be I didn't pick him though. You didn't pick Damien Chazelle. Nope, I got Barry Jenkins for Moonlight. Barry Jenkins for Moonlight. Okay. I do like Damien Chazelle though. I do like Damien. That's a pretty good direction. Um, we're gonna agree on best actor. I can feel best it. Best actor. I think the whole country is gonna agree on it. Let's say it. one, two, three. Casey, Casey Affleck. Affleck. Yes, Absolutely. Casey Affleck should win hands down. I think they'll pick him too. I don't even know who the most. It was the most like subdued 
performance. If you haven't seen Manchester by the Sea, go watch it. It's an incredible movie. Insanely hilarious, too, for some reason. I thought it was just... I thought it was funny. I thought it was more funny than it was sad. I don't know if I go that far, (laughs) but it was... It was like the most depressing kind of funny. Oh I'd yeah, ever seen. it was it was it was very depressing. All right, but yeah, I think that'll be landslide. But I mean, Andrew Garfield's nominated for an Oscar this year, right? Spider Man's nominated, but uh, we'll move on to actress, which I think will be kind of a toss up. Isabel Huppert, who I'm picking to win, won the Golden Globe. Emma, she won for dramatic. Emma Stone won for musical comedy. Who do you got? I am going with Natalie Portman this time. I don't like either one of them for this award this year. Neither who? You know, people you know, like I like Natalie Portman for this one. You like Natalie Portman? I mean, I think it'll be it'll be sad. I, I mean, I, when I heard she was playing Jackie O, I was like, wow, she's doing that just for the Oscar. And yeah. it's going to be sad if she doesn't get it. This is kind of like an Oscar bait movie. It is. Like, Jackie it could is. go it could go worse. He could end up like a... Uh, it didn't even get nominated for that much stuff, no. honestly. She did her part, apparently. I mean, I could... Everyone's pulling for Emma Stone, but I'm literally... I'm hoping she doesn't get it, honestly. I mean, I love La La Land, but I hope Emma Stone does not get it. Yeah, she was good. She was good. It's just like, it was more... It wasn't Best Actress, though. No, it wasn't It wasn't a movie that was propelled by her performance. She did what I, she had to I do. I thought it was I thought it was all about... Uh, I thought it was all about Ryan Gosling in that movie. Ryan Gosling was... Is he, he's in, nominated for Best Actor. But, but, I mean, Casey Affleck. Yeah. All right. Ryan Gosling was incredibly charming. He's though. the anchor. All right, we'll move on to Best Supporting Actor. Um, interesting enough, the best supporting actor who won at the Golden Globes, Aaron Taylor Johnson for Nocturnal Animals, not nominated. Not nominated. You don't see that every year. That's, that's an interesting thing, but I got, a Maharashala Ali, I hope I'm saying that right, from Moonlight. It was awesome. I, I'm picking him too. He's kind of the favorite. He's kind of the favorite across the board. Yeah, I didn't want to have to pronounce his name. I'm glad you put. The, I'm glad you put the bullet. For so that. we're we're only different on we're only different on Natalie director Portman. and actress. So we'll see who wins there. Uh, and they'll move on to best supporting actress. I got Viola Davis for Fences. Me too. Me too. That's the one. <laughs> Viola Davis is powerful. Usually, usually how it goes is the Golden Globes usually pick the dramatic the the Oscars, but that was weird this year because Taylor Johnson wasn't nominated. So you normally supporting actor could be up for grabs. So we got both got Viola Davis there. Adapted screenplay. So adapted screenplay is a is a is a script that's developed from like a book or something else. So I got Fences, August Wilson for from the play Fences. What do you got? I'm feeling Moonlight on this one. Feeling Moonlight. Feeling Moonlight. Absolutely. I don't know. I feel like uh, August Wilson, who wrote it, is dead now. So I'm like it'll be like a Heath Ledger. They give give her that posthumous Oscar. Heath Ledger deserved that Oscar. I mean, yeah, don't say he did it. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you better not. I'm saying the Oscars. They love. They love when people die. Yeah, it's kind of sick, but it's true. <laughs> All right. So we, you, who'd you have there? You had Moonlight. Yeah. I could see Moonlight winning. I could see Moonlight winning. That's a really good script. Uh, best original screenplay. I got La La Land. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was funny. I could see Manchester by the Sea winning though. Um, I could also see. Yeah, I think I'd toss up between those two, honestly. But I'm gonna go La La Land. I like think the Academy will kill it this year with La La Land. I had La La Land winning Best Picture, but I think that Manchester by the Sea had a stronger script. Script. Yes. Yeah, I think they did too. But I, I think I think the Academy will give it La La Land. I think La La Land really benefited from the big theatrics. Yeah. And the singing, not that the singing was great, but it was charming. Yeah, I mean, but I think. Manchester by the Sea had one of the tightest scripts I've seen no, in quite some time. Kenneth Lager, man, he's he's good. Um, 
and Lawland is up for the Big Five this year. Best yes. screenplay, best director, best actress, best actor, best picture. And can, I can, you name the, can you name the three movies who've done that? Um, Silver Linings Playbook. No. Yes. They did okay. not do that. Uh, Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. Silver Linings Playbook had the Big Four. They were yeah, nominated. Yeah, they did the Big Four. Silence of the Lambs my favorite movie. Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? No. That was nominated. <laughs> it might have been a Big Four, but I mean... I don't know. What's what's the movie? You read it. Eighth grade year... No. Senior year book. Oh, One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest. One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest. One at all. Back in like 70-something. I can't tell you that one. It happened one night. Oh, I love that movie. And that, what, I don't even know what year that is. 1930 1925, something. I think. No, it's in the 30s. It's got to be in the 30s. Uh, look it up. Terrible Wi-Fi, but we'll come back we'll to come it. We'll come back to it. Okay. All right, so we got La La Land, original screenplay. You got... You got... All right, it was 1934. 1934. I knew. I should have known that it wouldn't have been... That's a lapse on my... That's a lapse of judgment on my part. All right. Um, next, we got Best Animated Feature. This is going to be a cakewalk. Who do you got? Zootopia's running away. Zootopia. I wrote... In my notes, I wrote, Duh, Zootopia. That movie was awesome. That was a fantastic... I'm going to put that movie top five of my year, honestly. I was blown away by Zootopia. You know it's coming next year. Lego Batman, Batman movie. <laughs> you have to see it. To it's going to be a makeup for the snub that Batman or the Lego movie. The Lego got. movie did a couple years ago, but no, Zootopia hands down. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Zootopia. Duh, Zootopia. All right, we'll move on to best original score. I think this is another obvious one too. Yeah, La La Land's going to win Best Original Score. We can skip to Best Original Song. I think, I don't know, I think if they don't give it to a movie musical for Best Original Score, I think there's something wrong there. Especially if, since that movie is probably the favorite to win Best Picture. Yeah, right? Yeah, right. Um, All right, yeah, Best Original Song. But this is, La La Land has two Best Original Songs. That's true. We have the Dreamers song, which Emma Stone sings at the end, and we have City of Stars, which is my pick. City of Stars. My pick was City of Stars too, but... You didn't go against me? I said, no, but here's here's the thing. If you're looking for like a an impactful performance within the movie That song was that song was pretty deep. But yeah. I think City Stars is a two. City catchy. Stars is too it's too broad. It's gonna win it. It's, it's gonna yeah. it's, it catches on more than anything. Another interesting about that is uh, the song the song from Moana is nominated and I think uh, I read this somewhere that so uh, what's that guy's name? Who did Hamilton? Lin-Manuel Miranda. Lin-Manuel Miranda has already got the EGOT, and then no, if he wins, if he wins the if he wins the Oscar, he gets, he gets the EGOT, and he'll also be the only person with a MacArthur Genius Grant. Well, he's Lin- something. He's something special. He's something else. He's something else. Yeah, I also hosted SNL. It's a good yes. episode. I also have not seen him. I listened to Hamilton. I everyone's like jumping on the Hamilton train. I'm like, I got on. I got on a bus today. Got on the East Campus shuttle today. <laughs> if you're from around here, and. And they were playing Hamilton? The driver was blasting a song from Hamilton. I was trying to listen to to my headphones, and I couldn't hear him. I'd never heard a bus driver playing something so loud in my entire life. Good lord. All right. We'll move on. Uh, We'll move on to best cinematography. Um, This year, the Emmanuel Lubetsky, who's won it three years in a row, won it for Gravity, Birdman, and The Revenant, is not in the category this year. There were no... No, in your Ritu films this year, so someone's time for someone to take the helm. I got, I got La La Land. I thought the all those long takes in La La Land, he's got to win. His name is Linus Sandgren, by the way. If you didn't know his name, I got La La Land. 
I got yeah. Moonlight here. Yeah, Moonlight. I think it did. That was good. That was good cinematography. It had a way of uh, displaying the. What you want the cinematography to do is what display the mood of the movie. I think La La Land did a fine job of that, but yeah, yeah. that was some. Yeah, the colors in La La Land. It was a little tougher. It was a little tougher because the color, cinematography yeah. in Moonlight was kind or in La La Land was kind of an homage to old. That's true. Old uh, musicals, so you kind of just had to look back and see what they did. Uh, I read this fun. I read this the um, again. I read one of those La La Land like thrashings in the in the. I read it on a New Yorker line to the a New Yorker uh, article online today. And one of the lines that's so famous in that is where he, uh, John Legend's character says to Ryan Gosling, he's like, how can you, how can you want to push jazz forward if you're such a traditionalist? And that's what the guy said to, to Damien Chazelle. He's like, how can you push movies forward if you're constantly taking them back? Yeah, Damien Chazelle's well, a lot of land fascist. Yeah, I was trying to figure out who said that. I can't remember. Elon joking. Rutberg, I guess. Elon Rutberg, man. He's a hater. All right, last one we got, documentary feature. OJ Made in America blew me away. OJ Blade in America? You know what blew me away? 13th. Ava DuVernay, 13th. It's on Netflix. It's incredible. Go watch it. You know um, what you should go look for? Look up OJ's son did it. OJ. I'm gotta, telling you. We have an OJ truther I'm in the house. I'm telling you right now. I don't know. OJ probably did it, but it's very suspect that his son wasn't even yeah, considered an in OJ America. truther. I love that. Uh... Yeah, also go watch People vs. O.J. Simpson. I think it's very awesome. Very, what's up with O.J. this year? Everyone's like 26, 2016. It's all about O.J. I would... The only, for, thing, the only thing that's keeping me lot from watching O.J. Made in America is David Schwimmer. No, you're talking about O.J. People vs. Oh, People vs. O.J. He does an okay job. I can't do it, man. I, I don't like him. Like, Ross, what are you doing? <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> I, I'll always feel like he's in over his head before... I don't even need to watch it. Also worth noting... O.J. Simpson up for parole this year. As actually, he's up for early parole this summer. It was supposed to be like October, but they're saying he could be out by like June now. Hear that, people? O.J. Simpson could be out of prison on parole this year. Now that's an interesting debate for future time. That is. Yeah, we'll talk about O.J. Simpson later. <laughs> All right, but now, so that is our Oscar predictions. How many? How 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 far? How different were you from me? I think we had like five or six different. We were different on director, best actress. Director, actress, adapted screenplay, original screenplay. Documentary. Cinematography, documentary. So we're at six different. We'll see who wins next week, okay? Uh, but now we're going to change. We're going to switch from movies and we're going to switch to sports. So we're going to talk about the NBA trade rumors. The trade deadline is at 3 p.m. on Thursday. On Thursday. That's when it starts or that's when it ends? That is the deadline. That's when it ends, Yes. Okay, so we each picked out a NBA trade rumor. I will go first, and we're gonna talk about my favorite team, the New York Knicks. And we have—I saw this today—the Rubio for Rose trade, which I think would be great. You know why I think it'd be great? So you get Rose. They're not even gonna keep Rose after this year. No. No, they're gonna dump him after this. Rose is going back to his man Tom Thibodeau. Two coaches the to, to the T Wolves right now, um, and then the Knicks. You know they get they get uh, they get Ricky Rubio, who is a pass first guy. He's a pass first guard, and I like that. They get they get Porzingis more more options, and just like I mean, I always thought Brandon Jennings should be starting over Derrick Rose. Honestly, he's a pass first guard. You got to kick it to Zingis, man. He's just they they've been stressing this. New York has to have that 
they have to start getting Porzingis, and I think you have to have a pass first guard to get Porzingis involved. So you're not even gonna touch. You think Melo's staying put, right? He's. I think Melo honestly. He's got four more years in him, and I think he'll he'll go somewhere. I, I he might end his he. It was yesterday. Yesterday he was there six years, which has gone by so fast. It's been. It's been a rock and roller coaster. He's done but Melo, Melo has to. Uh, he's got to. He's got to. Got to realize that he's not the guy anymore. What do you got? I also yeah. That, that's why. Yeah. Usually I have this. one question. You can trade executives, right? right. I know you can yeah. trade head coaches. I don't know if you can trade execs. Because why would an exec trade himself? Right. Yeah. If they could though, Unless they should be like a better they should team. be shopping Phil Jackson. If that's true, Phil Jackson. Okay, we, 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 don't even get me started about the New York head office. It all starts with Dolan, who I hate. He's the worst owner in the league, but we'll, we'll talk about it later. I can't even, don't even get me started on Dolan. But who do you got? Who's your trade rumor? Let's shift to my favorite team in the NBA, <laughs> the Philadelphia 76ers. How is Jaleel Okafor still on this, still on this How roster? How is he still on this they team? They have been trying to trade him for, he's only been there two years. Right. And it seems like they've been trying to trade him since... Since the trade deadline last year. Since he got drafted. Since the trade deadline last year. He is so... I think the teams and the other teams in the NBA have caught on, too, because he's, just not he's so inefficient. Whoa! Oh, we've gone rogue. He's nice so inefficient. He is a defensive just liability. sinkhole. The a liability. Worst. He can just... It sucks because you have you have the Nerlens and, and, and Bead who are just... They're, they're shot blockers and rebounders. And he's just clogging up the works down there. Yeah, and Embiid has actually shown some serious range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's shooting he's like decent, 38% from three. Has, I mean, he doesn't take a lot of threes per game, but he... Uh, he he's he got good mid-range. He can pair well with Nerlens Noel. But if you look at the numbers... Are they, are they shopping Noel, too? I think that's what I've been hearing. The thing they is, mean, they want to get rid of Jules Okafor. Uh, yeah, but, he, they have, but they have to move somebody. He, he's got to be the first guy. But they have to move somebody, so... Because... NBA they, who, teams, who NBA they, teams do who, not want to look for. What's the? Yeah, no, I wouldn't take him. Who's the room? If I, you know, who's gonna probably take him? The Knicks, man. The Knicks are gonna be like, we'll take him and we'll take. Uh, who's that guy who's played for Toronto? They, Andrea Bargnani. We'll oh, take both yeah. those guys back. The teams I'm hearing are the Kings, the Bulls. Well, I mean, the Kings need a big man. The though. Kings and the Bulls are the two big teams I'm hearing. Apparently, yeah. the Bulls are very interested. Which. Please. Now, that's good we're talking about the Bulls because my next topic was Jimmy Butler. Everyone was talking about how Jimmy Butler is going to be on the block, which I hate. Jimmy Butler, I think all the moves... I mean, I'm, I I feel bad because I, I like Rajon Rondo. I like Rajon Rondo, but I think bringing D-Wade there was a terrible idea. It Just the spacing. They were talking about how the Butler's got to be this... He's got to be the number one man, and then they bring in... Uh, attention hog. I mean, again, they bring an attention hog like Rajon Rondo, who's just a nightmare in the locker room, and they bring in Dwayne Wade, who has all this fiasco about coming back to, who commands the ball, coming back to his hometown of Chicago, and they're taking off one of the best rising stars. He's kind of like the Paul. He's like another Paul George character, which I mean, I think I think Rajon Rondo has his place somewhere in this league. Yeah, I don't know where it is. Knicks, Maybe coming yeah. off the bench the or something. He's the only. He's he's Rick Carlisle's. The only player to never get along with Rick Carlin. Yeah, true. The, the easiest going coach in the league, <laughs> and Rondo couldn't get along with him. I don't know. I just they've been talking like this. Paul George, like Paul George, be on the dreadline too. I'm like, I thought Paul George and Jimmy Butler were these number one guys for this team. Hearing, I can see Paul George. I'm hearing now. some serious Paul George to the Nuggets talk. Right. Because 
the, just... the big the big question is do they want to do they want to start building a team around Miles Turner because he has shown huge improvement this year. Yeah, yeah, Miles Turner. They're saying man out of and apparently the Nuggets are getting real sick of Emmanuel Mudiay. Man, he was gonna be a locker room. Miles Turner went to Texas. We just learned that LB Lyndon B Johnson LBJ went to the husband. college that is now Texas State University. We did not know that. That's a weird. That's a really off topic, but. Texas State University. You would think, I mean, Herbert Hoover went to Stanford. I mean, come the on. The internet can tell you anything you want to know. <laughs> All right. One of the things we asked about trade rumors is the social media. I, I wrote down emojis being the catalyst for trade rumors. It's been that way forever. But this is the biggest year, since, though. Ever since, like, emojis and the rise of social but media. But this is the biggest year you've seen it, though. You you've seen whole, like, Bleacher Reports, Sports Center articles about emojis. Do you remember a couple years ago, Paul Pierce put up that Blackberry emoji thing of, like, the rocket or something? <laughs> what? I can't remember who got traded or why. But Paul George put up, like, a clip art emoji of, like, a rocket ship. And people went insane. Oh, that's good. That's awesome. But, like, no, the latest re- thing was, was Drummond. Drummond to the Celtics because he retweeted a... And that's where I got, that's where I got my, my Derrick Rose thing because uh, D. Rose followed Porzingis and deleted his Minnesota from his uh, bio. So I'm like, he's got to be going to the Knicks, right? I've actually been burned by emojis this year. The day, the day that the NBA announced that this uh, Sixers-Rockets game from like mid January was gonna be on uh, was gonna be on ESPN primetime. Ben Simmons posted a picture of him in shoot around with those eyes emojis, and people freaked. And I was so excited, and he has yet to step on the floor. When is he coming back? I thought he was gonna be six he months. He is. He is in. Uh, he's doing drills, contact drills now. Ooh. They say he needs. They say he needs five days of five on five practice, okay. and he'll be ready to go. Okay. All right. You got anything else? Trade rumors. That's all I have for trade rumors. I just hope the Sixers can keep New Orleans and get rid of Jaleel. Yeah. We didn't even talk about the big ones. I mean, we talked a little bit about Butler and, and I mean, uh, DeMarcus Rush. Cousins, what can you oh, say yeah, about that? Yeah, that's the biggest one there. Um, all right, now we're going to move on to uh, so stay on sports just a little bit. We'll move on to a little politics later. Um, but our big upcoming games. This weekend, we got number four, Arizona, versus number five, UCLA. Who you got? Uh, I think Arizona... Five. I think it's Arizona's the, it's at home. The, it's the Pac-12's first top five matchup since what, like two thousand eight. Very long time. This is one two in Pac-12. I think UCLA is very good. I still hate Steve Alford. Oh god, <laughs> I still hate him. Another but, ra- another rabbit hole we don't want to get on. So. But I think that Arizona is a legit one of the three or four teams that can legitimately win a national title this year. Yeah, I don't think UCLA is there. I think Arizona really is. I got you. So you who are you taking? I'm taking Arizona. You're taking Arizona. I'm taking UCLA. Arizona. I I got my my stats here. Arizona. Two of the three. Two of their three losses are at home. That means we're gonna probably see Bill Walton in prime time though. Ooh, I do. <laughs> you know how I play Glockenspiel? I used to hate Bill Walton, but I've he's really a goon. Come, I've really come around. He's a goon. He's like an, he's like a he's like a cult favorite. You gotta stop watching. I think he might be for serious. Cult. Yeah, you gotta stop watching him for serious content and think of it as entertainment value, and you'll just have a good time. Yeah, right. That's what the whole like Dickie V. That's that's literally whole whole thing. That's that's Dickie V's whole entire thing. Is he's like. Did you see their interview together? I I want to, but um, they were on Sports Center and they got asked one question and they talked for five minutes. They didn't get asked another question. All right, moving on to the next game. Uh, 
And also the reason I'm picking UCLA, they just come off that big Oregon win. And I just learned this today. They're number one in the country points per game with 92. They're averaging 92 they have scored, points a they game. They've scored over 100 points like six times. That's insane. It's been... Yeah, it's all right. No, uh, so we're split on that one. Uh, number two pick, uh, top fifteen matchup. Good matchups this beginning college basketball. Um, we got number eleven, Kentucky, hosting number thirteen, Florida. Who you got? Again, this is one two in the SEC. Actually, I don't know if that I don't know if that Arizona UCLA game was one two. I think it might be, but this is one two in the SEC. I think these teams both have five losses. Who you got? I think Florida. Is, yeah, Florida. I think Florida's just now coming back around from the loss. They got nine straight wins. Nine uh, straight wins. From the loss of, uh, what's their coach's name? I can't remember. Billy Donovan. Guy, Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan. It's been a couple. Well, no, like he's years. Yeah. They, they had a rough go of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But and I think they're coming around. They team left, you know. <laughs> and Al Horford. Uh, they're, I don't think Kentucky's that great again this year. I think it's just like last year. They're, they're up here because they're Kentucky. I yeah, think yeah. Florida has shown more. More guts than Kentucky has. I got Florida in this one. Yeah, Florida. I, I think we're going to spawn this one, too. I'm taking oh, Kentucky man. at home. Taking Kentucky at home. Another crazy stat. They're fourth in the country points per game. 88.2 points a game. That's insane. It's just weird because recently they've really been a defensive organization. Malik Monk. I think Malik Monk started to score Darren Fox, too. Yeah. All right. Third out of our pick five, Knicks Cavs. Coming back from the All-Star, my team, Knicks Cavs. Knicks got destroyed in the first game of the season against the Cavs. Again, at home. The only reason if we split this one is because you're a homer. Because no. realistically, I have to pick the Cavs. I'm picking the Cavs too. I'm sorry, but they're at home. Don't need to, don't no, don't need to discuss this. Not yet. All right. Little hometown game. Uh, Maryland hosting Iowa. Terps. <gasps> I applied at Maryland. Got in. Got a little, I'm a little Maryland biased, but I mean, I'm a Hawkeye now. It's a so. little far away. A little far away. <laughs> Quite a bit far away. Who you got? Maryland's playing some decent basketball right now. Yeah, they just lost but to Wisconsin, but I mean. Iowa is coming off that the big overtime win. Heck of a win the other night. Uh, so who are you taking? Nick Bear's playing like a man. Tyler Cook's playing like a big man. Who are you taking? I got to go with Iowa. You're taking the Hawks? I'm sorry, I have fans. I'm taking Maryland at home. Too good. Preseason, I called the split between the two games anyway, so I kind of got to go this way. I think I went to, I went, I think I went to the one at Carver, and I think they... Hawkeyes lost. Yeah, they, they did. Lost. They did. Uh, Maryland's too good to go home. The reason for me is Maryland has like five losses and they're like 24th. What's up with that? This is their schedule's pretty weak. Uh, the AP, yeah, they're really into the big non conference schedule. Yeah, Maryland, I think Maryland played like nobody this year. In the they got the whole BPI thing going on. Whatever. All right. We're split on that one too. So either someone's going to win everything or. I mean. Someone's going to go on five. Unless we only we, agreed on gonna, one pick, so. Who would we agree on? The Cavs game. Oh, we agreed on the Cavs game. That's right. Sorry, Knicks. All right, my last game, NBA. Uh, I think this is Saturday night primetime. Clippers-Spurs. Big West matchup. I got Spurs. Clips are at home, though. Uh, it's Chris Paul could be back by this game. Is what I think saying. he's going to be. I think he said he's going to be back tomorrow. tomorrow. I'm back on Thursday. But All I think. Right. But they're also been, they've been talking about shopping Blake Griffin, which has always been in the news. Which they've is, been saying that for the past couple of years, yeah. And you're saying it's, it. it's Spurs at home? Clippers at home. Clippers at home? Clippers at home. I'm picking Spurs, though. I think the Spurs are... I'll go San Antonio. I think they're too good. They've, the past couple years, they've been setting like records, but they've just... It's been the Warriors. Yeah, I don't like, know. No one's been paying attention to San Antonio. That's, that's, I, think that's, I think San Antonio likes that. I, I, yeah, that's kind of like, like their thing. It's like, yeah, it's like, like San Antonio. Kawhi, Leonard's, Kawhi Leonard's been like secretly dropping 30 points every other yeah. game this year. 
He's a San Diego State alum, man. Yeah, I'll go. I got to go with the Spurs. You want Spurs? We'll agree with two. Okay. All right, our last one, and this is what we're going to do every week. This is our, our Would You Rather of the week. If you want to hit us up and talk about would you rather do what versus the other thing. So this is our politics for the week. I say we're not going to talk big. Um, but my would you rather, our would you rather this week is, would you rather have Betsy DeVos, Betsy DeVos, I don't know how to pronounce it. I think I've it's heard, DeVos. I've heard it both ways. I just did a report on her and I think it's DeVos. <laughs> I think it's DeVos. So would you rather have Betsy DeVos, who, are, who's, who is our new Secretary of Education, be your high school teacher, or Ben Carson, who is our new uh, housing and urban development head, be your college RA? DeVos or Ben Carson? I mean... I have we to were, pick Betsy DeVos as my teacher yeah, on this one. I just... This is a tough one You could me, probably... Honestly. I feel like she'd be like a pushover. Yeah. You, I mean, she probably wouldn't care about her job. You could just walk in <laughs> and... She's like, this is... BS I mean, We both paper. went to public school, though, so she'd probably be like, what That's is true. this place? She, she wouldn't even know... Her what, track like, record... Um, she's a big, she was a big activist in Michigan for charter schools. Oh, yeah? Her track record was not good. Yeah, she's a So, she must not have very high standards. So, and can you imagine Ben Carson's RA? He'd be such, just a narc. I feel like I, he would be a narc, too. You turn your, you turn your music up a little bit, you know he'd be knocking on the door. Hey, can you guys turn it down a little bit? Yeah, I don't know about, I don't know about. And he would put, he'd have, like, the craziest policies. Like, like, <laughs> no showering after 9 p.m., I don't know. I feel like I feel like Ben Carson's kind of a laid back guy, though. Hey, I don't think he is. He's just quiet. What's true. what's what are you picking on this one? That's right. I haven't picked anything yet. Uh, I'm gonna go. I think you made a good point. I think I think if, if Betsy DeVos was my, my was my high school teacher, I feel like she'd be one of those pe- teachers where like she doesn't show up for the first 15 minutes and we just leave class. Like she doesn't even know where to go. We're talking high school teacher, right? I'm talking high school teacher. I mean, most yeah. of the kids. I mean. College people, I mean... You can teach yourself in yeah, college. Yeah, I mean, yeah. college, you do, you can go to class, you don't have to go to class. So, I mean, I mean, yeah, Betsy DeVos. I mean, you guys, um, so we got Betsy DeVos, high school teacher, Ben Carson, your RA in college. You can weigh on this topic online. You can DM us, tweet us, whatever, do your, send an emoji. Should we tweet, should we give them our, our Twitter handles in case anybody's oh, listening? Oh, jeez, man. Snowden. <laughs> Alright, uh, my Twitter handle, at SammyJ2319, um, you can catch me on Instagram too, uh, it's the Sam521, Gamers. Uh, your boy right here is at T-H-E, the, J, and then Gingrich, G-I-N-G-E-R-I-C-H, don't check my tweets after 2am, cause they'll be cryptic. They'll be, they'll be cryptic. Alright, yeah, and, uh, we are publishing our, uh, website coming up soon, uh, the... The pecan dandies dot uh, wordpress dot com. So you can check that out later. We'll have probably that up by the weekend. I probably won't be working on it this weekend though. I'm going up to Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, what are you doing man. for the weekend? You got any big weekend plans? Watch the Oscars, baby. Watch. That's right. I'll be back for the Oscars though. Save that, this. Save this audio recording. Download it. It'll be worth something someday. It'll be worth something someday. If it lasts Hopefully. until if we're famous before the knock computers take over. That was me knocking on wood. All right. So that is the end of the first pecan dandies. First Pecan Dandies podcast. Next week we'll talk about a whole bunch of different things. We're we're not really sure what we're talking about this week, but we'll we'll probably talk about the Oscars, sports, pop culture, whatever. Yeah, we'll probably talk about the Oscars a little bit. I don't. I can see what it's, we'll, we'll have. Uh, we'll, we'll have the solidified trades that have went down and didn't go down. We'll go. Yeah, we'll go over our picks for the weekend. We'll go over our Oscar picks. We'll go over possible snubs and stuff like that. We'll go over. We'll see what kind of crazy political stuff happens over the weekend. Um, see what kind of local news happens and go to Iowa City, Iowa. Um, Joni Ernst is traveling around the state. 
Good to hear, right? Joni Ernst traveling around the state. Think she'll come to Iowa City? There's another prediction. Joni Ernst, will she come to Iowa City? She she won't step foot her. <laughs> she will go to like she'll go to like hills. Yeah. She'll maybe. she'll avoid it. Okay. Alright guys, that is uh it for us, the Pecan Dannies for Sam and Jacob. See you guys later.